0: Welcome to the podcast, How to Market You and Your Business by Paul G. Walmsley. This podcast helps entrepreneurs and network marketing professionals create and market their brand so they attract customers and top-quality people to their business. Each episode is jam-packed with real-life, battle-tested, cutting-edge marketing tips and strategies. So let's dive right in. Here's Paul.
1: Hello, this is Paul Walmsley and welcome to the podcast. How to market you and your business. It's Tuesday evening here recording this and I'm in my apartment in Beverly Hills, California. And on the other end of the line today through the worldwide craziness of Skype... I have Tara Jacobson, and where are you today, Tara?
0: I am in Denver, Colorado.
1: Oh, very nice. One of the places I want to go and visit. Never been there yet. Okay, so before we dive into the podcast today, I just want to remind everybody that we always, once we've posted the podcast on my website, which is www.howtomarketyouandyourbusiness.com, You'll see all the notes from the interview, any links to any resources, anything like that are all there, convenient for you. So go there and and grab whatever information you need. When you get a chance, if you found this episode of use or any of the other ones as well, please go over to iTunes and give us an honest rating and review. We'd appreciate that. And of course, again, if you're listening to this and you go, oh man, this is really good stuff, please share with about 50,000 of your closest friends using any of the social media buttons we provide as well so okay so let's get into today's episode i'm very excited about this i did a little bit of marketing myself to make this happen and to spread the word about this very podcast i reached out to tara on her website which is say it again for me tara what is it marketing artfully there you like go. the pretty way okay so marketing artfully like the pretty way so i reached out to tara on her website and said Hey, any chance you could list my podcast with the others you've got on there? And she was very gracious and very kind to agree to that. So she scratched my back a little bit there. So tonight we're scratching Tara's back and having her on the show. That's how it all works. That's all about networking and marketing right there. First lesson of the podcast. So Tara, I'm just going to turn it over to yourself. I'm going to give you a chance to say a little bit about what you do. And then we're going to dive into our regular standard starting marketing formulas. So over to you.
0: Awesome. Well, uh, the first thing I want to say, Paul, is the reason, because I have a very well ranking list of marketing podcasts. And so I get a lot of questions about it, or people will send me emails and say how wonderful it would be if I would include them. But yours was so polite. Just the way you presented yourself was very, not bold, but just nice. And so if anybody's going to be reaching out for something like that, courtesy goes a long way.
1: Just saying. Okay, thank you. Um, thank you. My, my parents would be happy with that. Thank you. <laughs>
0: Your mom would be proud, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, I am Tara Jacobson of Marketing Artfully, and I am a marketing nut. I've been doing it for over 15 years, going on 16 years now. And basically, I help people with marketing. I've written... 26 marketing books and I help manage. It's funny. I tell people I do marketing, but a lot of what I do is I help them manage their time, do goal setting, figure out systems for their business, for their marketing, the that portion of it. And I help them even if they aren't like air quotes, organized people, because I have all these systems because I'm not one of those organized people that came out of the womb that way I have to work at
1: it. So we always start off our show with using the, marketing formula that i picked up from mike koenigs um, down in san diego and he said use that was it i know that's why i was just i was i thought i sensed it in there but let's let's just zero in and again so we always use i help x do y even if z x is your person your avatar your target customer your y is what do you help them achieve And the Z is that even if Z, the usual kind of objection they have or difficulty they have in overcoming and and, and how to overcome it. So I help X do Y, even if Z. So let's hear yours again, Tara.
0: I help small business owners and entrepreneurs do their marketing, manage their time and get things done, even if they're not
1: air quotes, organized people. Okay, good. And and a, and a major part of marketing is being organized. But the whole kind of definition of being an entrepreneur, you don't want to be boxed in and you call them a rebel, I believe on your website. So trying to be organized by someone, you know, I fight that, but it's very, very important to, to be organized. So I, I'm looking forward to hearing how you do that. So all right, so you've got Massive experience in marketing, 26 books. That's impressive. Well done. Can you share with us a recent marketing success story that you've had that we can learn from and, and you know, implement in what we're doing?
0: Yes. I am so proud of my 300 Twitter followers, which sounds ridiculous, right? On my big Twitter account, which is my pterodactyl account that's old. I think I started it in 2007 or eight. I have 20,000 Twitter followers, right? Mm -hmm. But just recently I started a new endeavor. That's very, very much the same thing. It's, it's, time management, goal setting, things like that. But it's very specific and I started a Twitter account for it less than a month ago and I have 300 people already following me and I have people, you know, retweeting and talking to me and going back and forth and getting new opportunities with it. So for me, that's exciting, that ability to reach out to people and really believe that I can grow a network and I can help people grow networks now in 2015, not just because I have a big one
1: that used to work, right? Okay, good. So somebody listening now is going to be thinking 300. Wow, big deal. That's not a lot. But if those 300 people are real people, that are active, that you're interacting with, that's huge, isn't it?
0: Oh my gosh. And the other thing is, because I have <laughs> I have probably 10 Twitter accounts, but my very first amazing tip for your people is to make niche Twitter accounts. And I don't mean this in the creepy old school have a niche, but... What happens is you make a Twitter account, my pterodactyl Twitter account, my big one has realtor marketing and network marketing and marketing for authors and, and all these different things that I have because I have years of use on it and all different kinds of people. But I have another little one that's called ebook nerds that is just for authors and it has, it's going on 2000. 1100, 2,000, somewhere in there, it'll get there. But I get more activity on that one too, simply because the person who is following that is following it because they're interested in ebooks, not because they have to try to figure out what I do.
1: Okay. Okay. That's a good point. So you have 10 accounts. So again, people listening in are going to be thinking, oh my God, you know, now I have to have 10 Twitter accounts. No, you would start off with one and then. Kind of like you said, niche, 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 and you might add another one that might add another one. I don't want you all listening now thinking, Tara, is first of all, saying I've got to open 10 Twitter accounts because that's going to blow your mind. So I'm correct with that. Yes?
0: Exactly. And some of them work and some of the, I, you'll love this one. So I started one that's podcast nerds mm-hmm. and I thought, oh my gosh, this is going to be amazing. There's so many podcasters. There's so many people who listen. I can't get over a hundred on that one to save my life. So don't beat yourself up at no point should you be, you need to try, but if it doesn't happen to strike a chord, then move on. So I'll give you an example. One of my girlfriends is uh, one of my mastermind partners is in passion parties, which is an MLM and she focuses. So for passion parties, she would be focusing maybe on relationships if that's what, you know, she's comfortable promoting or things like that. If she was a little bit more bold and she wanted to focus on women's sexuality or something like that, then she could do that. So what you want to do is find the portion of your business that is going to be the most interesting to you and make that your first niche.
1: Okay. All right. So if you're in a network marketing company and you're doing wraps or makeup or skincare what tara's saying there if i'm reading correctly is find out what you like most about say makeup and focus in on that and do a a twitter account for that kind of avatar and then you know if that's working great keep growing it if that's not working adjust it a little bit and look for a different kind of avatar or a different kind of angle and just keep kind of digging away until you find a a vein of gold correct right so
0: one of my friends is young and she likes makeup and hers is very goth it's very black outlined eyes and super cute and things like that so she would have one that would focus more on that sort of thing it may be more geared towards showing pictures of makeup of rock stars of goth people uh, you know So what you want to do is you want to fulfill that promise them then too. So, and this works on your Facebook too. We happen to be talking about Twitter, but it works on Facebook. It works on Instagram. It works on all of them. What you want to do is you want to tell them what you're going to be showing them and then actually show that to them and take pictures of yourself. So if you're doing wraps and the people will let you take pictures of them doing wraps, do befores and afters, do funny pictures of what they look like when they're all wrapped up like a sausage post funny pictures of wiener dogs that are all squished together, you know, ha- have a little bit of fun with it and really try to make that account interesting to the people who joined it because they thought you would be interesting.
1: Okay, so I'm going to use my English sarcasm here. So what you're saying is I'm not supposed to just post before and afters, marketing collateral, company sayings, and just collateral and just just why you're not joining my business and you need to buy my stuff. I don't use it just to do that.
0: Yeah, not so much. Well, because you have to think about it. If you look at the television industry, when we were young, the thing that we used to do is we used to sit down in front mm-hmm. of you know the television and we would watch a half hour show and 12 minutes of it would be commercials and now nobody is willing to watch a commercial. So it is very important that you realize it may feel good to present that very, very structured commercial thing that your company provides and they may be encouraging that, but people are really going to connect with you when they're seeing you as a real person and then they decide that they want to, you know, join your team or do something like that. My girlfriend that I was telling you about is Kerr, and she was the top recruiter nationally for passion parties three out of the last six years. And she does that because she posts pictures of herself after her workouts with her hair all a mess and you know, her dog, she posts pictures of her dog and things like that. And what happens is the girls who are considering joining that company or joining an MLM feel like they know her. And so when they're thinking about which one to join, I don't know that they actually would would have picked passion parties, but they pick Kirsten. And that's really important.
1: Okay. So anybody listening to this now that's in network marketing, stop the car, grab a hold of the dog, put the weights down, whatever you're doing, and just recap what tara just shared there you've got to promote you first your personality warts and all so that people say i'd like to work with tara by the way what does she do or what is the company she works with as opposed to oh my god this person's just hammering me every time i go on twitter or facebook or instagram with photograph and poster and 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 i must join her business it's over with so that's great stuff. If you don't listen to any more of this podcast right now, you're done. You've got enough. Go use it. But I obviously keep listening. But that's fantastic, Tara. I love it. I love it. Okay, so let's go back to the opposite of this now and look at any or a marketing campaign, technique, strategy that you have employed that you thought was just going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread. And it flopped and you learned a huge lesson from it. Can you share something like that with us?
0: Well, yes. (laughs) Like every entrepreneur, I have things like the ghosts of Christmas past floating around. Mm -hmm. But it's so funny because I made a huge marketing book. I took a month last September and I literally spent almost every minute of every day making a giant marketing workbook. And it's amazing. Like, it is the most amazing. Everybody who has bought it has been like, that's amazing. It's my Bible. It's this and that. All about 20 people of them that have bought it, right? (laughs) Right. So they love it. Now, what I didn't realize about it is the 20 people who bought it are people who already know me, love me. I don't know that too many people haven't. Second, I didn't promote it enough. Like I got very discouraged. So I launched it. I have huge networks. I was so excited. Like this is my baby and I'm, I'm presenting it and wah, wah, wah. And so I will say that, that I haven't paid attention to it enough. And in an ironic twist of fate, I wrote down my stuff for this interview to make sure that I, I answered my questions on Sunday. And Monday I sold one and I probably haven't sold one (laughs) in two months, but I sold one and I was like, oh my gosh, I think sometimes we give up too quickly and we go after something new and shiny and I'm as much of, you know, and, and we get our feelings hurt and we get our hearts broken. And so we're not as willing to, to, you know, try again but i think that one of the things that's been happening to me a lot lately is the universe has been telling me stories about thomas edison and all kinds of different people you know oprah and you know all these people who who tried something and it failed and they tried it again and it failed again and they tried it again and so i think that that you don't throw out the baby with the bathwater you say hey it's still viable it's still bringing in income i would say probably i make you know, between $1,200 and $2,500 a year from it. I wish it was 25000 but it's not. And so the next time I need to look at how to do that a little bit
1: differently. Okay, good. So listeners may not be, you know, writing their own books or written a new book. They may be looking at, well, I, I tried blogging and that didn't work. Or, you know, they posted five posts or I've tried Instagram and that's not taking off. Or I made a few YouTube videos and so i'm quitting and going on to the next thing and i think we all go through that whole shiny object syndrome and we also take it super personally when we do something in marketing that doesn't work out so thank you for sharing that with us because that's a a great example but also the lesson is you know don't give up on it like you said and and keep going and maybe just look at it a different angle and, and give it some more mental energy or let the universe get involved somehow and and things will change for you so Again, thank you for being honest and upfront with that one. That's a great lesson for us all. All right. So, so now, now that you're obviously a super experienced in marketing, what's the biggest marketing challenge that you're facing right now with all your experience, all your background, when you were thinking about your business and marketing your business, what's the thing that's causing you the most angst?
0: Well, I guess I don't have things that caused angst, but I, I'm setting up an Etsy store right now, or I have, I have an Etsy store with three products. I'm like all fancy now. I Mm -hmm. had two yesterday, so I'm on a, I'm what, 33% more, uh,
1: advanced, 50% more.
0: Oh, there you go. See, I'm not, I'm in marketing. (laughs) I couldn't pass the math courses, but what I really am taking away from that right now is two things. First off, I don't know everything about doing this. So, for example, if you're joining an MLM or you're just getting ready to launch a new product or you're, you know, they they came out with nutraceuticals and you don't really know anything about it or they bought another company. Things change all the time. First off, you want to go and find out as much information as humanly possible as you can about somebody who has succeeded before. And the reason for that is twofold to me. Number one, I like the fact that I can then use their roadmap a little bit within reason, use their roadmap and follow them and I don't have to do it all myself. And the second reason is that our brains think, oh, if they did it, I can do it. But if your brain has never seen it happen even though it may think you can do it, it will never believe you.
1: All right, good. So, so mentor, modeling, plug it into a proven system, all the usual good stuff.
0: Well, and I don't even necessarily know it has to be mentoring in your company or in your business, right? Right. So I would have no problem setting up an Etsy store and using the best practices, some of the best practices from an eBay store. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Or figuring out what Amazon did early on. I think what happens is we want it to be so easy and so put into a box and do this that we lose sight of being able to extrapolate and say, hey, I understand that I may load the listing in differently on the Etsy store. But some of these techniques that they're using over here on eBay are working. You may be doing Mary Kay. And you may want to look at somebody who is really succeeding at, you know, a different, a different MLM company that's similar, but not that company.
1: Right, right. Okay. Because yeah, I think that sometimes, especially in the network marketing, people are so kind of, okay, our company is the best and we do it the best and, They don't know how they're doing it and you get so kind of like, you know, blinkers on. But yeah, kind of look up and look around and see what you can use some other sources as well. So that's great. Thank you. That's good stuff.
0: One last thing on that one. The other part of it is I bring a lot to the table that I think most of the nice Etsy ladies don't have. Like I know how to build websites in a day and I can do SEO and I can write product descriptions. And I have all these things that they didn't come with. And I think it's really easy when you join a company and you hear everything that they say you should do and all that is to forget what your skills are. So one of the things that I think is really helpful to do is if you're feeling a little down and you're not sure what to do yet to grow your business is to email 10 of your friends and ask them what they think your skills are. Okay, and you will get back the strangest responses. Mm -hmm. And these need to be good friends. And if somebody says, hey, you are the best friend I know, you do things for people all the time, then you need to figure out how to use that in your marketing. Or if they say, oh, my gosh, you're the life of the party, you're so much fun. You need to use that in your marketing and say, hey, have a party with me. We're going to do a makeup facial thing, but you will have a blast and your friends are going to have a great time. Or if you're the most organized person anybody knows, make sure that people are aware of that. I can help you get your your business started and hold your hand every step of the way because I'm the most organized person in the whole world. You need to find out your strengths and then sell those as part of your marketing.
1: Okay, perfect. So again, don't lead with your company name and your products and your before and afters. Lead with you, and and that's brilliant. That's a great uh, idea there. So, a lot of you will be listening, and you're you're in a, a company, whether it's a network marketing company or it's your own chiropractic firm, whatever it is, and you're you're maybe frustrated. You're not getting the results you were looking for, or the financial rewards you were looking for. Or every time you go on a go to a company event it looks like everyone's crushing it and you're not and you're kind of beating yourself up wondering what are you doing wrong so then it's human nature let me just push these products more push this company more somebody just earned a free car or free trips I'm going to tell everybody about it but as Tara was saying that you forget about you so do that do that exercise just reach out to your friends and say hey I've been doing this business for 12 months or two years and I'm going to be honest with you. It's not going as well as I thought. I'm pulling my hair out a little bit here. Can you share with me what you believe I'm good at? What do I want? You know, what, when you think of me, what do you think of? Just like Tara said. And and as she said, they're going to get, you're going to get some great results and something in there will remind you how good you are at something. And then as Tara said, grab that by the scruff of its neck and say, I'm going to market myself as an organized person or a fun person or a, a fit person or whatever it is and market you and that's why this website this whole podcast is called how to market you and your business there's a reason why i put it in that order market you first and then whatever business you're currently attached to because you may not be attached to that business in six months from now great stuff there tara thank you so much all right, I'm going to miss out my little commercial right now because this is good stuff. So let's get right into the six-pack round. So this is the round where I asked Tara some six really quick questions, and we'll get some great resources from her. Again, we'll post everything on the show notes, so you can just go there, click on the link, and go get whatever she's talking about here. So are you ready, Tara? Sure. All right, here we go. Let's go with the first one. What's the best marketing book that you can recommend to our listeners?
0: David Allen, Getting Things Done.
1: All right, say that again, nice and slowly.
0: David Allen, Getting Things Done.
1: Okay. And what's so good about that book?
0: So I think he just updated it. So I read it when it was all about make 58 file folders and make sure to do this on your VCR. Right. But what he's saying is that you have to get everything out of your head and into Evernote or on a piece of paper or in your, you know, your planner. I live in a planner world. Okay. And that once you do that, once you have clarified your goals and what you're trying to do, then you can really make leaps and bounds into doing it because what's happening is your brain can't process two things. And so if you're if you're trying to remember to, you know, get the dog to the groomer next Friday because you haven't written it down and you're trying to write your business plan it just fritzes out. So that is amazing. And on a, so may I have another one? Yeah, go ahead. So the other one is Gary Vaynerchuk, jab, 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 right hook. Mm-hmm. And the reason I love that one is he's really specific and gives great examples about how all the different sites work. And, and it's funny Because I love Twitter, right? And I love Instagram and I love Pinterest. Those are my three favorites. And if you're selling to women, you definitely want to focus on Pinterest and Instagram right now. So if your MLM happens to sell to women or like I do, most of my clients are women, you need to know how to play by the rules on there, what kind of things to share, what they're really going to like. And what's really going to make them happy. So I'll give you a a hysterical example. Okay. My most liked, shared, and pinned Instagram post in recent memory is where I took a picture of my... Like I have a form I use to to do my to-dos today. So I literally took a picture of that and posted that. Like it was what I did today. And I thought... Oh my god! I have done things like I have spent three days writing a blog post, or you know, two hours making a video, or and you guys like my to do list, mm-hmm. but but that was that on Instagram. That was who I've who I've you know built up for my Paperly people. That's what they like.
1: So, so they're seeing that you're real, and they say, "Wow, you know, even Tara has a to do list." Or, well oh, that reminds me, I should start writing a to do list. Yeah, just the simple things. And 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 again, the listeners to the show, just try little things and, and expose yourself a little bit and be human and be normal. And, and you know, I, I when I post things on Facebook that reveal my frustrations, I get much more interaction, likes, shares, comments than if I'm lecturing on marketing. And I'll post things about the kids and, and, and my British humor, I'll you know, you that'll come out every now and then and, and you get much more interaction and then people are you know, I, get, I do get people reach out to me later saying, yeah, I listen to you. I follow you. I read what you write and that. And, you know, and, and then they'll eventually feel comfortable reaching out and, and connecting with you. You'll find that like, all the time, Tara, correct?
0: Oh, gosh, yeah.
1: All right, cool, cool. All right, so that's uh, two bucks for the price of but one. I love it. All right, so best marketing tool that's just like killing it for you right now.
0: You're going to hate this.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a pen. A pen. Write, all right. Yep.
0: I write things down and, and the one thing that I do every day is I write 10 affirmations to myself and they're all business related. I guess one, two of them are kind of somewhat kid related, but I write down things like I get 50,000 hits to my website every month. I have fifty thousand Twitter followers. I make ten thousand dollars a month in product sales, and I literally write those down every morning. and And I would say seven to ten of a seven seven to ten of them are the same almost every day, right? Unless I change, you know, a goal or something like that. But but I would say over the last couple of years, that's been my goals. And the reason why that's so important is because we can really spin out of control with our marketing cuz all i do is marketing right so and you have to do marketing but but what happens is you you can you can get so into hearing oh well you have to post twice a day on facebook and and you know you need to like so many pages and you need to make sure that there's a link to your this on your that and and honestly if those things aren't congruent with what your affirmations are So if one of your affirmations is to get 50,000 web hits and you're messing around on Facebook, you're not going to get there, right? Right. right. And And if one of your goals is to have 40 parties a month and you're at two right now, then you really need to figure out some radical things to do and maybe do some things differently and maybe get a little bit out of your comfort zone to do it. And so I think that that that's why that's my best tool.
1: Okay, perfect. So let's develop that a little bit. So my suggestion there, well, first of all, when Tara was writing down her affirmations there, she wasn't saying I want to and I hope to or one day I will. She's saying I have 50,000 followers. I make $10,000 in product sales a month. So that's the first little key. And I'm not a goal expert, but that's huge. You write it down. As if it's happening. And then what I do, something similar in my regular day job, my sales job, I get to work and I fart about on the computer a little bit and have my breakfast and all that usual stuff. And then before I start taking calls or making calls for seven or eight years, I always start off with a blank piece of paper and I write down deals flow easily and frequent to me every day. I earn X a month. I attract this and some kind of affirmation. And that kind of grounds me lets me know no more fighting around on the computer game face on let's go and i do that three times during the day after lunch i come back in and reboot and typically mid-afternoon when you know you're hitting that 2 3 o'clock slump okay why am i here let's just write it down again let's just refocus and then i crack on for the last couple of hours of the day so what well, tara does she does it once a day i'm just going to throw it in there whenever you're sitting down at your home office or you're going to Starbucks to make your phone calls or you're in front of your laptop on the couch, whatever you're doing, when you've got your your marketing hat on, just spend 30 seconds, to 60 seconds, grab that pen and just write down exactly what you intend to happen and what you're going to focus on. And that'll just make just a massive difference to, to your results. Would you agree, Tara?
0: Oh my gosh, it does. And I can tell if I haven't done it for two or three days, and I don't do it on the weekends, so I only do it work, work days. But if I haven't done it for a couple of days, say I missed Friday and Monday, man, am I off track. Mm-hmm. Like I might as well just like be spinning my wheels because I get so far off track and I wind up doing something that has no relevancy to my actual goals.
1: And you look at yourself and you go, how did I get here? Yep. I do that. I've done that lots and lots of times. Okay. So best marketing advice. Someone's listening now. They're clearly getting to know you. Clearly know what you're talking about. You've shared some absolute golden nuggets with us already. So what would you say is the best marketing advice anyone's ever given to you?
0: Oh, given to me.
1: Mm -hmm. Or you'd like to share with our, our listeners.
0: Okay, yeah, because I I would have to think about that because I talk to people all the time right. and get great information. Um, but but for my best advice, number one, I would say to figure out marketing-wise what you like to do. Okay, I'm a writer. I love to write. I've written 26 books. Most people couldn't do that in their lifetime I can do it relatively easily. I can write a blog post in an hour that's 1,800 words and really good. Um, so figure out what your skill is. If you take selfies all day, post them on the Internet. If you love taking pictures of your kids, put them on the and you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Now, please, if you don't feel comfortable doing that, then you don't have to, okay? But if you have a cat, take pictures of your cat a lot. Because the internet runs on cats. Mm-hmm. If you love doing things in person, then join networking groups and go to local association meetings, join the rotary group. You Just really find out what you're good at. And then use that as your marketing you know. and then figure out what works marketing wise to that. Because people will do what they like to do and they won't do what they don't like to do. So, oh my gosh, I can give you the perfect example. I was a realtor for two years in Florida in 2007 and 2008. Absolutely the worst time to be a realtor. Mm-hmm. But I wound up at the top 10% of my office because I was good at marketing, right?
1: right.
0: So I was with the Red Company we won't mention any names okay but their way of lead generating is 2 hours of phone calling every morning from 9 to 11 that is like literally the company is supposed to shut down you're supposed to make phone calls i don't make phone calls in my real life like i don't call anybody and so I, I I told my coach, my sponsor, my mentor at the time, who was with the company, I said, you know, I can't do it. He said, no, try for a month. And at the start of the month, I had 42 leads for listings for homes to sell. And at the end of the month, I had zero because I spent that whole month figuring out how not to make phone calls. Like I had the best call logs and then I had to have a database and then I had to have, you know, I didn't have the right headset. And then I didn't, I mean, like it, so if you have to do something for your job, then God bless you. But if you are in an MLM or you're an entrepreneur, you own your own company and you get to choose how to do it, and pick the things that you like to do.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, so then once you've done that and the next shiny object appear where someone always starts saying, oh, you've got a blog, you've got a blog, you've got a blog, you can say maybe that's the right thing for you, but I love posting selfie pictures and I take them and I put them on Canva or Word Swag and I put a cool little saying on there and my website at the bottom and I'm crushing it just keep doing that,
0: <laughs> right?
1: Yep. Just keep doing that, and, and and I see that all the time. People are successful, I'm like really, she's building an entire business on bloody cat photographs. What's all that about?
0: Exactly, right. but her, but she loves her cat, and mm-hmm. so she can come up with twenty different. Okay, I'll give you an example. I really hate my cat. It's my. Da- I have a cat <laughs> I like, but I have a second cat, right? <laughs> right it's the right. daughter's cat. Right. And right. and so I took a picture of her tail sticking out from under my computer because she knows I hate her. And so she she spends all day at my computer, right? Right. And so that is funny. Like, it, like, you think, what the heck is that? And so I wrote, if you're thinking, what the heck is that? You don't have a cat. And I'm telling you, I didn't get a ton of responses, but the people who like cats went nuts. And they thought that was so fun. Mm-hmm. So, so... The other half, I guess, that I would love to talk to you guys a little bit about is to quote the immortal Taylor Swift. Haters gonna hate, right? Right. And so I'm kind of loud and I'm kind of opinionated, and I talk too loud, and I'm a speaker, and sometimes I cuss. I've been very PG today. You've been very um, good. Thank you. And, and all of that. And you're either going to love me or you're going to hate me. So some of you on this call are thinking, oh, my gosh, I hate her. And some of you are thinking, oh, my gosh, it is the second coming. And I'm going to go <laughs> listen to everything she has to say. You want to find the people who feel that way about you. Right. Right.
1: right. So
0: so. You know, here in the United States, I'm sure you have some international people, but here in the United States, we have States, a
1: whole bunch of people in Iraq for some reason listening.
0: There you go. But but in the United States, we're gearing up for the political season. So, first off, if you don't have to talk about political things, don't. Just don't. Not at all, not one sentence. Don't don't don't. But if that's truly a part of who you are, then go ahead. If you really love God and you want to talk about that a lot, then go ahead. If you really are you know, pro-choice or you're really adamant about gay rights or gun control or anything, just know that you're going to alienate some people. It's going to take a little bit away from your business message, but the people who do find you and fall in love with you, Will be rabid
1: fans. Absolutely, and I, I'm reading Russell Brunson's book right now, Dotcom Secrets. We'll put a link to that in the show notes. And he talks about this. He talks about building your attractive character, and one of the four components of the of your character is to be polar, not bipolar. Be polar, and it's exactly what you're saying. Just be something, and as you said. Some people hate you, some people love you, and that's perfectly fine. That's exactly what you want. You don't want to be a wandering generality that people are like, yeah, whatever. That's fantastic advice. They're really good. Okay, so marketing events, you attend them, you speak at them, you're done a whole bunch of them. So what would you say is the best event you've attended?
0: I would say my worksheet is not complete because I did not know it was a marketing event. And I'm going to stick with the one I picked.
1: Good. What I do is I'm I'm a pain in the you know what for this because I (laughs) I send you the notes and they're very generic. And then I just twist them a little bit in the interview just to kind of keep you on your toes. So go on, let, let us have what you've got.
0: So my best event I ever attended was the adoption of my three children. There you have
1: it. Perfect. Can't argue with that. Not at all. Good job. All right. (laughs) All right. So clearly you enjoy what you're doing. You've got some chutzpah, whatever about you or or whatever the term is. So I love that. (laughs) I love that.
0: I don't think you're Jewish, are you?
1: No, no, but I I live in Beverly Hills. (laughs) So what's the best part about what you do?
0: So I send out two emails a week. I send out my Tuesday tools where I talk about actual tools, not pens.
1: I read that today.
0: Oh, wasn't it good? It Mm -hmm. was about link building. Yes, it was. So Tuesday tools. And then I have a a weekly newsletter on Friday, which is really good. And so I've been working very hard at making sure that I'm connecting with people. It's probably a lot more personal than it was before. And And I've been doing it for maybe nine months now. And so today I got it I sent out my Tuesday tools and I thought, oh God, they're all gonna hate this, because it was literally about links, right? Nobody likes to talk about links. And a lady emailed me back and she said I could use it on my website, so it will be there. But functionally what she said was that she never talks to anybody but that my videos on how to do marketing help her so much. And she like said, yes, I looked at your Twitter video. And so then what I did was I fixed my description and I made lists and I I thought, oh my God, she actually like, she watched it and did everything. And I thought, oh my gosh, they actually do it. Mm -hmm. And so she may be my silent majority that I don't know about (laughs) that are actually doing what I say. And it's helping. So I really, I mean, like, That's what I work for, is every now and then somebody will say, you know, and they say it so offhandedly. They're like, yeah, I was really struggling in my business. And then a couple years ago, I took your 100 free marketing ideas class. And now I'm a director. And I'm like, okay, well, (laughs) that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Could you have told me about it in the meantime? Because (laughs) I have bad days too.
1: Right, right. Um, It's amazing. A tweet or a Facebook message or one-line email can just make it all worthwhile, correct?
0: Right. Yes, absolutely.
1: Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. So in that brain of yours, and we're getting to learn a little bit about how it works, I'm sure you've had lots of crazy ideas. So what would be the craziest business idea you've ever had?
0: So not to say that you shouldn't do niche Twitter accounts, okay? Because they take three minutes to set up, and it's on a platform that, that is already there. And it works, right? It's effective. Right. Back in the day, I would say probably 2009, 2010, one of the big ways to sell stuff was to have lots of websites and to hook them all together and then to post junk, literally junk on them, and then to do all this stuff and you could do this. And, And I can't believe I did this, but I made like 27 blogs. Yeah. So first off, (laughs) just because you can, doesn't mean you should. And second off, I'm really careful to have focus now. Most of them are gone. God bless them. So I have two websites. I have Marketing Artfully and then I have my Paperly people that I'm, that's something I'm launching. I'm getting going, but it's very congruent with what I'm currently doing. So just be careful. One of the MLM companies drives me crazy. And I won't mention which one it is, but they sell green cleaning products and they sell nutraceuticals, right? Okay. And to me, it, until you have a passion or a strong base in one or the other of them, you should try to build that base. So just because the, the people that are running your company think that they both go together doesn't mean they do. And just because you come up with a great idea, it should have some kind of congruency with what you're already doing. Like I had one that was a photography site. I had one that was like, I they were niche sites, right? They were mm-hmm. like, I don't think I did dog training, but they weren't. they weren't marketing. They weren't, it was just not really a good
1: fit. Okay. And that was taught like crazy in the past. And we talk about back in the day. It's only like eight years ago, but it seems like eight decades ago.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but they're internet years.
1: They're like dog years. They are. They are. Okay. So, all right. So you've shared some tremendous things with us, uh, Tara. So thank you so much. I'm just going to give you the opportunity now to market you and your business. Uh, Let our listeners know a bit more about you and and, you know if you again I always use the term walking the dog at the gym driving to work whatever you're doing as you're listening to this I know that if you're in any kind of business as an entrepreneur you've definitely got to have got a sense that Tara can help you here. She's come up with some great ideas. And also I hope you're thinking, okay, well, it's not just me. You know, someone who's written 26 books and been marketing an expert for 15 years, she makes mistakes and she's tried this and it didn't work. And and I've learned something already. So clearly Tara could be a huge help to you in your business. So over to you, Tara, let people know how they can get a hold of you.
0: Okie doke. So first off, um, marketingartfully.com is a huge site. It has a ton of free information. I have free courses on there. I have email marketing courses. I have social media marketing courses, like email courses that tell you how to do things. We were talking about kind of a customer avatar, figuring out who's going to be a good fit for you. There's a course on there that I think is $10 on targeting your perfect customer. So there's not a ton of expensive stuff for you to do. I'm not not looking to, you know, like, hey, go there and, and spend a ton of money. There's a lot of free stuff. I'm doing something new called Paperly People So it's people the paperly way, I guess. But that's all productivity forms. So my first two that are up are a daily to-do list that includes my affirmations part and then a weekly to-do list and then a how to judge your time and see if you like what you're doing. It's for entrepreneurs. The links to my Etsy store are there. And then on Marketing Artfully, if you'd like to find out about that newsletter, it is, uh, there's a pop-up. So just sign up. I never spam, ever and you get two emails a week.
1: Okay, perfect, perfect. So your company will already provide lots of training for you if you're in direct sales, no question, but just what Tara provides here might just be the secret sauce that can kind of pull it all together and and, and help you take your business to the next level. So again, I want to thank you very, very much for being a guest today, Tara. It's been great. I'm going to enjoy reading this through and making the show notes up for the website and, and, and recapping and and remembering new things and, and reminding me to do some good things. So, thank you very much for that. And again, listeners, reach out to Tara. Tremendous resources at our website, marketingartfully.com. I go there and I'm, I get the newsletter as well. Lots of good stuff. And as you're listening, please make sure you get a chance to rate the show. Honest rating, honest review. It all helps us with our ranking and helps more and more people learn about what we do there's buttons on our website and on itunes and and stitcher and and soundcloud where you can just share through your social media as well so thanks again tara really appreciate it and everybody's listening Uh, hope that helped
0: Okay, so there you have it. You now have work to do. Drop everything and implement at least one of the strategies you've heard. No, really. If you don't take action right away, it won't happen. Visit Paul's website at www.paulgwalmsley.com for more free training and resources. And email him at paul at
1: paulgwalmsley.com with any questions or challenges.